Welcome to Consider Yourself Hugged. I am your host, Tammy West, and also welcome to World Mental Health Day 2022. Yay! I'm so glad you decided to join. Of course, by the time you watch or listen to this, it will be past Mental Health Day, but that's okay. Today, while I am in my studio recording, it is October the 10th, 2022. On Monday, it is 1.32 in the afternoon. So I thought this would be a great day to come out here and record. I actually just finished doing a session on mental health for a company called Open Space, and they are in the AI construction space. And it was amazing. And it's actually part of the reason or part of the story, part of the path I wanted to share with you today. So I thought, well, by the way, let me back up. I'm sorry about not being with you next week. I think I already posted, if you follow me on social media, it was just a whole series of unfortunate events and technology and all kinds of stuff. So I'm sorry about that, um, but we're back today. And also I promised you that we were going to talk about Victor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning and we will, I don't, I get excited sometimes. Uh, do you ever do that? Like I get a new book or I get a new idea and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this right now. And so if you ever hear me in the future say, hey, I just got this new book and next week you can think, yeah, probably not, but I, but I will. And I think I'm going to actually record with my youngest son because he's reading it too. So it'll come. I think next time I just won't try to set parameters because when I think of what world mental health day means, it's like a day for us to raise awareness, um, recognize that it's important, try to remove the stigma, move the conversation forward all of that, which I've been trying to do for a long, long time, you know, most of my professional career. I thought, well, today would be a good day to talk about my past, my present, and my future. And I would like for you to also think, and I'm always going to ask you to comment on your past, your present, and your future when it comes to your mental well being. Um, so, quickly, if you know me at all, you know my story that. In 1995, I spent time in the mental hospital with anxiety, panic disorder, depression, and PTSD. That's my past. And it was directly related to negative feedback from, I was doing student teaching and my cooperating high school teacher told my college professor who came to visit in front of students that I had no initiative, I didn't belong there. And see, that's part of the mental health conversation that I've had before is Mental health struggles can mimic lack of initiative, lack of motivation, negativity, and, and, and it's not the case. So for me, it wasn't lack of initiative. It was, it was fear. It was low self-esteem. It was panic. It was all those things. But it was those words that set me in motion for where I am today. And I'm not blaming. Obviously, you can't just put loads of responsibility on you that something you say can send somebody in into such a tailspin that they go in the mental hospital and spend, cause I had had, I'd battled mental health my whole life. So I'm not blaming, but I am saying our words do matter. So as best that we can maybe try to just not make assumptions about other people or not use language that sounds like assumptions. So that's my little soapbox for that, but that was my past, right? Growing up with mental health issues, having, being a perfectionist my whole life, getting my first negative feedback, being put in the mental hospital, and then getting out. And my past also involved all of the healing, counseling, medication, 
Somebody asked me on the session today, one of the questions, it was virtual. And one of the questions came in the chat box and it said, having struggled with mental illness, how do you find peace? And I was like, whoa, that is a huge question. And here's what I said. I said, well, I'm going to be honest. In the beginning, peace came from Zoloft and Clonopin. Zoloft, if you're not familiar, is a serotonin regulating drug. It's an antidepressant, also used to treat anxiety. Xanax, or sorry, Clonopin is similar to Xanax. More people have heard of Xanax than Clonopin, but minor tranquilizer used to help bring you down off the ledge if you're having a massive panic attack. And there were days where the only peace that I had came from that Clonopin. That's, that's just the truth of it. And then going through my path, that peace came more therapy, spiritual growth, glowing closer to God, counseling. I think I said that already, but all of those more self-discovery, self-awareness, just trying, you know, peace there. And, and now I think a big part of it is choosing my own identity. And that, that was part of my study. So past, right. Going through the mental illness, going in the hospital, getting out healing. What about present? See, this is where it gets interesting. And this is where I'm just going to be raw with you. I'm just going to be honest with you. You know, I've been speaking in front of groups for, let's see, I first started speaking like to teacher groups, probably in 2000 ish, maybe. So let's say 22 years. And there's always like the jitters that you get, right? I mean, most speakers, unless, unless I'm doing something that I've done like a hundred times before this, for the same group, even then I get like excited, but I wouldn't necessarily say that I get anxious and definitely I don't obsess or anything like that. But when I have some things that feel new, then there can be some anxiety. So let me come forward to something that happened. I'm going to say it's in my present, even though it happened a few months ago. I think I've talked about it before, but I'm sure that I have, but let me put it in context of this. I accepted a contractor position doing some webinars, you know, virtual for a company. It was just a bunch of business topics and the pay was good. And so I accepted and I did a few, they went well. And then I did one for an attorney group on business writing and it didn't go well. And the rep who booked me said to me, gosh, have you ever even done a virtual webinar before? Like, you don't seem to know what you're doing. And I don't know how I'm going to trust you. So I wound up leaving that company. I won't say that 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 was definitely part of it, but I tried to make sure I waited long enough and, and planned and did it for a reason that wouldn't make me look back on it and regret that I made an emotional decision. But I really felt for a variety of reasons, this was not a good fit. And it was good that I left. Well, fast forward, my month of October is completely booked with both live events and virtual events. And, but these are big events. Okay. They're for big companies and it's for, in some cases, high level people and it's virtual. The, the live ones, we don't even talk about that, but I want to talk about the virtuals. I didn't realize that those voices of my past were coming back. I, I thought I had worked through 
the words of, do you even know what you're doing? How can I trust you? And I worked through it until something came that brought that voice back out. So I was having some pretty high anxiety about these events because listen, people will say, well, it's mental health. That's your thing. I know, but I also feel very, I feel a big responsibility when I'm speaking about mental health to, to try to present to people what they need to hear. Do you know what I mean? It's to me, it's a big, big responsibility. So I didn't realize like when I'm booking them all, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get a chance to help people. And this is, this is exactly the kind of thing that I love to talk about. And it was so many, it was so many in a short period of time because world mental health day is this today. So the voices, the voices, the voices, the voices, and it, so this is present. Um, so it's taken some working, some working out. And I made a few notes here. And I hope that you're thinking about, I mean, really, I want this to be about you, but I'm trying to share with you what has gone on. Okay. Past, present, here's what's happening. And here's how I'm working through it. So I wrote down four things that what is really helping me the most. Number one, I've gone back to journaling and I may have told you my son has developed an artificial intelligence journal that's interactive. Like I write something and it writes back to me and it gives me quotes and scripture or all kinds of things. So you don't have access to that. But if if you haven't followed me like via email, I'll put that in the show notes because when it's ready to go, I don't know how long it'll be, but I definitely want to let you know. Journaling is something I used to do and then I stopped doing, but journaling is forcing me to take those thoughts that I didn't even know were happening. Do you understand what I'm saying? We have these, this, like this, this influx. No, that's not the word. What's wrong with me? We have this outpouring of emotion and these feelings. And then we don't bother to take, or me sometimes, I don't bother to take the time to sit down and really figure out what is happening here. And it was the journaling journaling that helped me realize that it was the voices that were coming back from the college graduate school days. And from that webinar, do you see how those voices said to me, you have no initiative. You don't belong here. Um, how can I trust you? You don't seem to know what you're doing. And so then I'm like, wow, maybe I don't, maybe I don't belong here. I probably haven't worked hard enough. I should obsess more. I should plan more. Listen, I am the kind of speaker who I plan, but I do not memorize. And I found myself thinking I should memorize. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, the journaling helped me to sort out those feelings. So you may not have the interactive one, just write them. You don't have to write complete sentences, just write to work those out. The second thing is to lean on your belief system. Mine is Christian, Jesus following. And sometimes, you know, your faith becomes, it's part of you. You know, this it's in the tough times when you go back to that. So I began looking at devotions and Bible studies and scripture. Who's God say I am? Who's God say I am? Who does that's what I needed to know. And this morning when I was walking, so I started reading the Bible over. Sometimes I'll just start from the beginning and I'm in Exodus. And if you know the story, God is calling Moses to go talk to Pharaoh. And Moses is like, who am I to do that? The exact chapter today where Moses says, I, I'm not equipped to do this. I don't, I get tongue tied. I don't speak well. And God says, who do you think, who do you think forms words for you? 
who do you think tells people what to hear? And I was like, that's important to me. So whatever your belief system is, lean on that. Number three, find someone who has gone through the same thing. <clears throat> and I would say it can go both ways. I, I would say who is going through or who has gone through, who is going through, as long as that person you can sort of commiserate a little bit, but also encourage each other. Just make sure that that won't be someone who will tear you down. But when I say who has gone through, try to find someone, even if you read about them. So it could be a friend, it could be a colleague, it could be someone that you know that you can actually contact and talk to, but it could also be that you just look that up. So I did, I Googled, and I'm going to go ahead and say the word imposter syndrome, because I felt like that's what was happening to me. I've been doing this for 20 something years. And suddenly I'm questioning myself in a major way. And so I looked that up with like pastors and speakers, and I found an article that was just perfect. You know, it said the people that you go are going in to speak to don't have the expertise in the area that you do. You know, they're asking you to just share your story. But the thing that helped the most, it was like, they just want you to be authentic. And I think that's what I was losing was, um, Maybe authentic wasn't good enough because I received this negative feedback, but that's not true. That's not why I received that. Probably a number of things. My use of technology, I do get a little bit flustered sometimes and I mess, mess up screens, but I try, you know, and I need to be in an environment that will accept that of me and want me to share my authentic story. And then the final thing is repeat. I've said this before too. I shared with my son a couple of months ago, I got upset and had an emotional meltdown. And then I was mad at myself for having the emotional meltdown. And my son was like, mom, you know, sometimes I learn something and then it, I think I've learned a lesson and then I do whatever it was again, but it was in a different situation. I have to learn again. So if, if I remember that, that process, okay. Journaling to figure out my thoughts I'm leaning on my belief system, which I want to try to do that more, even when I'm not in turmoil, um, talking to or looking for someone who has gone through something similar for encouragement, and then just repeat that. I mean, I don't know you right in the moment. I don't know you if you were listening or you were watching, but I do know that we all have a struggle from time to time. I know that we all do. And I've talked about this before, not beating yourself up for feeling the way that you feel. Okay. But also working to try to get through that. So I hope this has been helpful for you today. I've gotten through two of my big ones that I have this month. I have some that are, I don't know what I mean by big, but you, you know what I mean? That I, that gave me the pressure and they've gone well. People have been kind and encouraging and loving. And all I can do is ask myself, well, what do I think they need from me? Be authentic, share my story and know that the rest is going to be fine. So share your story with us. We need to encourage each other, especially on this day. I hope more than any, you will think about leaving some comments. So thank you as always for being here. Please go to the show notes on my website, TammyWest.com, where you can read the notes that go along with us this, there will be a link for you to sign up for my email. If you want to stay in touch about the possible journaling tool, um, I may put a screenshot in there to show you what it looks like. Send me your questions, send me your thoughts, send me your ideas, give us your stories, your success stories, your stories that you're still in. Because the one thing that I wanted to close with that I have 
I haven't said yet is the future. Okay, the future. And you know what I've been doing on my my sessions is to read, and this is what I'm going to do for you too. I have been reading one of the last things that I wrote in my original book or my first book about my anxiety story, Life Without the Monsters. So I'm going to close with this. Is my anxiety over? No. I will always have to work at thinking positively and at creating an environment in which I am surrounded by the joys God has given me. I've learned a great deal about myself over the years. I am a worthy person. God loves me. My husband loves me. My children love me. My family loves me. Usually anyway. I don't have to be perfect and I'm not. I will make mistakes. Not everyone will like me. I am blessed beyond my wildest dreams. So take care of yourself. You are worth it and have a life with choices that make you healthier and happier. And until we're together next time, consider yourself hugged.